Perak Aleph, Mishnah Yud Aleph. Hakonesh Lo That's one who purchases three trees stam, meaning he does not stipulate whether he's purchasing the earth beneath them or not. In his friend's field, maybe Vikur, he brings Bikurim and he says the parsha of Bikurim. And we had learned already back in Mishnevav that one who buys three trees stam, everyone agrees that he automatically acquires the earth beneath the trees along with them. And therefore he could say the Pasuk of Va'ata. And now, I'm bringing the, the first of the fruit of the earth that you have given me, meaning I do own the earth and I can bring Bikurim and say the parsha. Whereas one who purchases two trees, Stam, he doesn't stipulate whether he's getting the earth beneath it or not. We all learned that there was a suffix, according to the Chamem, whether he acquires the Karka or not. And therefore, according to the Chamem, one brings the Bikurim out of doubt, but he does not see the Parsha of Bikurim. Rebbeir Omer Rebbeir says, Afilush Naim. Even one who purchased two trees, Stam, he doesn't stipulate whether he's getting the Karka or not. He automatically acquires the earth beneath them as well. And therefore, according to a mayor, even with two trees, they bought Stam, maybe Vikura, you bring the Bikurim, you say the Parsha. Now, if one bought one tree, Stam, so the Sefta brings down that a mayor is going to hold that you bring the Bikurim, but you do not say the Parsha. Whereas the Chum hold, you do not bring the Bikurim at all. And the Lacha does not follow like Reb Meir. The Mishra says further, Kana Ilan Vikarkao. If one purchased a tree with its earth, meaning he stipulates that I'm buying Shapir Shu Kona Afakarka. I am buying the land along with the tree. So now even though all he bought was one tree, but he stipulated he wanted the earth beneath it. So then of course maybe Vikuri brings Bikurim and he says the Parsha Bikurim because he owns the land. Abihuda Omer Abihuda says, Af Bali Arisus Vikurin. So we learn back in Mishnah Bayes that an aris and a chocher does not, be, does not bring Bikurim at all. And we'd explain, because an aris is one who accepts a field to work it for an exchange of a certain percentage of the field. A chocher accepts the field to work the field for a specific, uh, way, a specific amount. Well, a Mishnah comes out, Shav Yehuda is arguing on the Chama when he holds that an aris and a chocher brings Bikurim and says the parsha. Because him, it's considered as if they have uh, a share in the earth. However, the Yishalim explains that we're talking about a case here where the Chocher is Batei Avos, meaning they have a Chazaka status. From generation to generation, each father was working as a Chocher on this field. So you can't push them away. They're like, you know, these are the, the sharecroppers, the Chochers that work this specific field. Therefore, Yehuda holds that you bring Bikurim and you say the parsha. These these chokers and arses would say the uh, parsha bring Bikurim. Since they have a, a merit in this land and on a kavua basis, how is the kilu yishlam kini bekarkets that they have an acquisition in the land? Umikan, that's the lotion of bale arisus v'chacharos. Like a bala bus, like the the, the bal the aris, the bal the chokher. Aval the arisim stamper and the general aris. Even if you would agree, she'ain mevian bikurim kol ikar. One does not bring bikurim at all because at the end of the day, you don't own the land, and therefore, if you're a regular aris or regular chocher, you will not bring bikurim, even according to Rabbi Yehuda. And that concludes Parak Aleph, Parak Beis Mishnah. Sorry, yeah, Parak Aleph, Parak Beis Mishnah Aleph. Hatshuma v'abikurim chayavim aleim misa. So both truma and bikurim, one is liable to death penalty. Azar. They eat it on purpose. He's chayev misa bidei shemayim. Chayev misa bidei shemayim. 
by Truma it says, Umesu bo kodesh. And by Bikurim, because we find that Bikurim is called Truma. Because the Pasuk says, And we dash now, Trumas Yadchem, this is the Bikurim. As it says, And the Rambam writes, So he says over here, the Rambam says that yes, one who eats the Bikurim, one who eats Trumas Chayav Misa Dishmahim, one who eats Bikurim is Chayav Misa Dishmahim as well. But the Rambam points out that the Chi of Misa Bikurim is only if the Tsar already entered the walls of Yishlaim and then he ate the Bikurim. Okay, the Chomesh, if a Tsar eats Bishogig, so the previous case was on purpose. If he eats a Bishogig by mistake, he has to pay the Karen, the principal, to compensate the Kohen for that which he ate. The Chomesh and a fifth as well. So Karen Laban, the Chomesh, the principal, the Karen, goes to the original Kohen he ate it from. And the Chomesh, the additional fifth can go to any coin he wants. So both Truma and Bikurim have this principle of Chemesh. If a Zar eats from them by mistake, so both of them are prohibited to a Zar, of course. They are the Nechassim, the ashes of the coin. Meaning, so once the coin receives it, the coin can sell it to another coin and buy whatever he wants with it, because these are the Nechassim of the coin. And you have a saw of truma or of bikurim that falls into a hundred saw of chulin. It's bottled, null and void. The mixture is permitted to a czar. However, you have to remove uh, one uh, saw from the mixture and give it to a coin. Can I get that which fell inside? So one one's going to touch them. He's got to wash his hands first. For truma and for bikurim. A coin that was tummy that dipped, that dipped in the mikvah, he's not permitted to eat from Chumar Bikurim up until he dips in the uh, up until the sun sets. Meaning, it's nice that he dipped in the mikvah, but he also has to wait for Harav Shemesh for the sun to set. Then the Tumantara leaves him, then he can eat from the Chumar Bikurim, as the Pasuk says, Ubaha Shemesh, Vitar. And then afterwards, Yocha Menakachim. So Kachim includes Chuma and Vihua then Sotufa Bikurim. Comes out, comes out, all these dinim are applicable both by Chum and both by Bikurim. But Masha'en gave him Masha'sheni, whereas Masha'sheni is permitted for anybody, Masha'sheni, as long as he's eating it in Yushalayim. And for us, look at this, when you're using money for Masha'sheni, it could only be used for things of Masha'sheni for eating, drinking, or for anointing. Gets mixed up into chulin. It's bottle barov. It's bottle in, in two to one or three to two. You don't have to have a hundred times the amount. As long as you have right, you have majority. That's fine. One does not have to wash his hands to eat ma'aseheni. Uh, it's permitted to touch it. You can touch. You can even eat it um, without washing your hands. And you don't have to have hair of Shemeshet either. If you dip in the mikveh, you don't have to wait till the evening to eat it. It's not necessary. Shatame, kivan shatava, once one was tummy, once one was tummy dips in the mikveh, he's permitted to eat my sheni right away. If it is lach goes at shiav you don't have to wait till the sun sets. So all these things that are applicable by Truma and Truma Bikurim would not be applicable by Maestro Shani.